When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, as we learned this week, it taint Christmas and it taint the New Year's, but you're hanging out with us. Lori's in and special guest, Brittany is in hanging out with us for this taint week. Brittany, which I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. In the taint with us? But in the taint with Lori and Grant. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, we appreciate that. And, and uh, you know, we have to, I I, uh, I don't know if I gave this out la- earlier this week in the Low J Awards that I did on whatever day it was in the longest week of the year. That's that was only fun, for days. That was fun. But I don't know if we acknowledge the Twitter breakout star of the year, even though it she started December 5th of 2020. Yeah. Dionne Warwick. Oh, hands Love. down. Owning Twitter, the breakout star. It was just over a year ago when she tweeted at Chance the Rapper. <laughs> Hi, Chance the Rapper. If you're obviously a rapper, why did you put it in your stage name? I cannot stop thinking about that. <laughs> and the way she talked on Twitter was as if it was like she leaned over at like a, a party and just like whispered yeah. in somebody's ear like a comment. It was so funny. <laughs> Platinum. Hit after platinum hit. Oh. In she her is on, yeah, she's on fire. Yeah, she killed it. She's on fire. Uh, in November, she tweeted, "If that young man has Taylor's scarf, he should return it." When, <laughs> when uh, all too well, the ten minute song was released. I Beautiful. mean, that was gorgeous. Perfectly Everything. said, right? Everything. Everything. And um, she also, you know, she is, um, um. Because she's so, most of her tweets are light, lighthearted, just like the delightful thing we're looking for in, on Twitter. But she has a line, and and when you cross it, you will hear it because all <laughs> kinds of brands have tried to be friends with Dan Warwick. In October, she asked Oreo this question. Um, she asked them about because uh, they had tw- they wanted to know what was. Uh, what was the weirdest flavor Oreo that has been out there? And she's like, hello, what is the weirdest flavor? Why are you all doing the most? The one flavor was fine. <laughs> That's true. Okay. And she had, uh, you know, like um, a craft mayonnaise tweeted at her. And I mean, she just had all kinds of people, Nutter Butter, Starbucks, yeah. having all kinds of uh, uh, popular, you know, going back and forth. But the Oreo one, um, she sent a thing out just recently after asking Oreo to stick to the original flavor. They sent me these outrageous items as a response. And it was um, like a photo of an Oreo flavored lip balm and a package of Java chip flavor cream. Oh, they look terrible. Look terrible. And she tweets, 
I will be retaliating at a later date. (laughs) (laughs) That was just today. Oh, that's so funny. So she is definitely, if you're not following Dionne Warwick on... um, She's great. Yeah, like some Oreo cookie wrote back to her, so you don't like the lip balm? (laughs) She said, it is lovely. I will add it to my beauty regimen. (laughs) (laughs) So she's having, I mean, this it's probably about the most wholesome Twitter beef we've ever seen on Twitter between Dionne and... And uh, and uh, Oreo, and I love that her uh, official in her bio for Twitter, it just says, I am not writing a bio. <laughs> <laughs> I would say my favorite ones to follow are her, and I love following Wendy's. Because Wendy's is a monster on Twitter and will attack anybody. Yes. And they have no shame and they are, they don't hold back. Oh yeah, we like the way our, we like our tweets the way we like our fries. Hot, crispy, and better than anyone expects (laughs) from a fast food restaurant. Yeah, and I would say her and Wendy's were so funny this last year. It was like my favorite follow. Whenever I'd see them tweet, I'd be like, oh! I know, like their last tweet, now they've, they're, Social media person must be on vacation December 16th. Potatoes wish they could be our fries when they grow up. I mean, that's good. Oh, and they attack people, too. Like, if you tweet at them and they're like, one person was like, hey, where's the nearest McDonald's? And they just sent him a picture of a garbage can. <laughs> like, they are like, game on. Let's do this. We don't yeah, care. Yeah. I mean, they let somebody's like really snarky 14 year old daughter yeah. do it and she's killing it. That, you know what? Wouldn't that would be like if I were a young person and I was looking to get into marketing, I'd, yeah. I'd 100% want to run a social media. Yeah. For, that would be my, like, but you, my. You'd have to be like, we're going to have some interesting. Um, feedback so <laughs> yeah. just uh, i'll take care of that roll with it like mm-hmm. that's just gonna be part of the gig yeah they're ruthless and i love it and i guess i gotta say my favorite breakout insta star and i know it's gonna be maybe considered corny or cliche but he really hadn't embraced twitter he or instagram he just sort of did it but mick jagger Really, with this 12 concert, he had people waiting on the edge of their seats, including us. And it all started with the Thirsty Beaver Saloon picture that he posted in North, I think, uh, was it Nashville or North Carolina? It was Charlotte. It was uh, East Coast. Yeah, East Coast. And the Washington Post had an interview with him and he like he kind of did like some social media, but it wasn't really until this year that he kind of realized that because of the they were finally getting back out on tour and part of his, he, in this interview with the Washington post, their writer, the band, no one in the band, no one on the tour can go into a bar. Yeah. Go into, you know, like you can't, can't be doing it because you're having the tour. So that's why he was outside of all these places. I see. And he was like, he realized it with a hat on and a mask and sometimes, you know, he'd be outside, so he would be unrecognizable. And yeah. he's like, and I just like to go to every city. Now, the Washington Post did not ask them why the disc to Minneapolis-St. Paul, but right. we're not holding that against him. I mean, we are, but... A little we bit. Are. I'm not. I'm not. That's, I can't be mad at Mick Jagger. That's my, dis- that's my description in our podcast. Mick Jagger was our breakout star of Instagram, dot, 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 even though he left out Minnesota. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I think Mick is fun to follow on uh, Insta, but DM Warwick, and now, like you said, we'll give it up for Wendy's. Yeah, I think those are your two that are just, well, Dion, there's an innocence, but still, she's yeah. snarky. I mean, she 
feels she doesn't hold back because she, she doesn't does have not. to. That's right. She's lovely. And, and may 2022 not have one damn story about our favorite celebrities and how they don't like to bathe. Please. I just don't like that storyline ever. We don't ever. need to hear about it. We yeah. don't need to hear about it. All right, listen. When we come back, it's time for Britney's Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, I'm going to make my own uh, little button. So this is, since okay. I'm uh, pregnant, I'm obsessed with babies. And so I can't stop myself talking about my pregnancy, my baby, all this stuff. <laughs> so this is my little drop, okay? Okay. Wah! Wah, wah. <laughs> so this is baby news now. Okay, okay. You're welcome. Um, here are the top 2021 names in Minnesota for baby names. Oh. Yeah. So you this can you, in my mind when I hear this, I'm gonna be honest, I'm like, should I steer clear? Because there's gonna be eight million different Noras, but they're all so cute. I kinda love them. Okay, what are they? Okay, okay, let's get to it. Uh for girls, Nora, Olivia, Emma, Evelyn. And Eleanor. Oh. Isn't that beautiful? All kind of, yeah. I yeah. love that. I love Eleanor. I love Nora. I love... We've had Emma's and Olivia's for a while. Yeah, I feel like Emma... Remember on Friends, they had the baby Emma. And mm-hmm. ever since that, I feel like that's just been a really popular yeah. And Sophia, name. but that's not on the list. That's not on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that must have been cut cute. out. Cute. I like all those names. Very cute. Uh, the top-ranking boy names are Henry, Mohammed, Jack, Noah, and Theodore. Oh, Teddy. I love the name Henry. Oh, that's my... That's, yeah, I, like I Henry. call him Hank, little baby Hank. Yeah. Little Henry. Oh, I yeah. love Henry. It's a great name. So, all right, I'll take a break from talking You like about- Theodore? Oh, I love Theodore. Theo. Oh, Teddy, and yep. Here's the hard name. So we're having a girl, but it was hard when we were thinking of boy names. I had a hard time with not going so cutesy because you're thinking about a baby, but then you're like, this eventually has to be... Like, I wanted to be like, baby, you know, something <laughs> yeah, really yeah, cutesy. Yeah. And I was like, at some point... This human being will have to, like, introduce himself as that. So, I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'm keeping you guys in the news. You don't know a name that you, you haven't decided. Don't, don't you kind of want to meet the baby before you decide the name and make sure it looks like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume uh, we'll let the baby pick. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have a list. Okay. But to be honest, like, ever, we're both not very good at. I think we gotta wait. Yeah. I think we gotta meet the baby. How many yeah. vetoes do you each get? Oh, good question. Well, here's the thing: you have to play a game, and you know this. You're in a relationship. You are married. You're, but you have a really healthy marriage. But like, <laughs> I play the game of letting him have some bad ones. Okay. And then, like later, I'm yeah. gonna veto something. I only veto the really strong, and then the ones that I'm like, I know that's not gonna be a name. I like let the let play it, game. Yeah, good it's on you. the list right now. But nice. like, that's man never management, yeah, Thank man you. management. Well Thank done. You. I like that's, it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, doesn't. Doesn't the mom, yeah. doesn't the woman get the final, final say I mean, since you're the one who's done all the I would really hard you. work? <laughs> Don't you get one extra it. vote? Like your vote count. It'll, yeah. You need a three votes. Yours counts for two. Yeah, I would. Right. Is for I one. would yeah, Especially that. at this moment, I think I should count for two. But I'm, <laughs> yeah. I didn't say it. Lori did. Right. Don't attack me. Right. But seriously. Grant agreed. Grant yeah. agreed. Um, okay. So. Keeping everybody in the know with what's going out, what's going in. This great Washington Post article. I definitely, you got to check it out. It's really fun. You can click on most of it um, and kind of see what they're talking about. But here's what's going out for 2021 and here's what's staying in. Freckled makeup, out. I didn't know there was freckled makeup. It was huge. Even they would do the, um, uh, what's that, what they do, the henna. They did the henna um, 
freckles on themselves you went right past me i know i'm mm-hmm. i'm on all those makeup things and even though i don't wear makeup i like watching people put it on <laughs> so you were aware of the freckled yes. makeup trend so that's out. how do you feel about it is was love. it time i like i love it i it's funny because i've always loved freckles i wish i had them usually they uh, for most people they fade by the time they're older yeah oh. like i was a freckle face charlie really yeah. You should show me a picture of you as a kid. Yeah. Really? My um, sister was even more freckled, but by the time we were like, you know, in third or fourth grade, they, they were gone. I'm going to tell you that the, what's coming in is very terrifying, and what? it's freckle tattoos. Oh, God, no. Well, hmm. it, it's a different take on the face tat. I mean, it's a little bit more better job than, accepted. Yeah, better than tattooing Satan somewhere on your body. <laughs> what's, that, what's the one that we like that um, Post Malone has, like sleepy or tired, yeah. always oh, tired? Oh. Um, hmm. Okay, out, Pete Davidson. No. No, no, no. In, Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. Okay. And they have him brown-haired, and now they have him, like, because he oh. dyed his hair kind of silvery. Yeah. So. Don't worry. I would never allow us to fully kick out Pete Davidson. He's always got room in my house. Um, out. Vibes. We don't do vibes anymore. Oh, we don't? No, nope, okay. we don't say this is a vibe. Mm-hmm. But we do say something is an omen. Okay, people need to look up the word omen. I know. I like that. It. I'm going to stick with vibes. I, Not that I really say that a lot, but... You're uh, a vibe. This is a... You're, you're an omen. is never going to come out yeah. right. You're not an omen, but you are a whole vibe, Lori. <laughs> Thank you. Um, out are mullets in bobs. <laughs> are lobs. I wish mullets were in and bobs were out. Really? All right. I never get sick of a mullet. This someone is, can really pull it off. I loved when Miley was rocking her mullet earlier this year. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. There's something about it. I actually think I like mullets quite a bit more on women than I do men, though. Mm. Yeah. Um, this was kind of funny. Out row, in way, or whoa. Oh. <laughs> so we don't need to talk about that, but it was funny. <laughs> um, so this was, uh, you'll like this. I didn't know. You know that on um, um, the... What's the show we always talk about from Korea? Squid Games. Thank you. Remember on Squid Games when they had to do the honey thing? Oh, yeah. It's called Delgana or Delgona. So they're saying that's out in Korean hot dogs, which look amazing. What is a Korean hot dog? It kind of looks like a corn dog, but they put a lot more elaborate stuff in it. And they also do Korean these cheese sticks, you guys. So I watch, I follow this girl, Trish, on TikTok, and she just eats food, and I just mm-hmm. watch her. Oh, I love that, too. Isn't that so weird? <laughs> I love watching She gets these things. cheese sticks. They have them in California, these Korean cheese Is sticks. Is it like an AMSR kind of thing, like oddly soothing? I just, like, watch her just not count ca- calories and go, yes, just do it. Our. And she eats <laughs> these cheese sticks, and she pulls them. And I'm like, it's probably, people use it for different reasons, but I love it. Okay, out. Dad's accidentally being on TikTok. In dad's intentionally being on TikTok. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I don't really care either way. I kind of like the unintentional. I do too, but I feel like at some point... It's so staged when they're like, you had no idea. And it's like, oh, you built your whole thing. Got it. Just, I see. I see. There's a couple of relationships that finally had to quit pretending like they were surprising each other because they were like, oh, I'm not. I was on camera. It's like, yeah, right. just lean into it. Yeah. Okay. Out. Playing dumb. In. Faking smart. smart. Oh, faking smart. Okay. (laughs) So I thought that was good. Now, I did not know that. Maybe you guys talked about this, but out is the soap brows. And I know we've talked about this where people brush their eyebrows up and kind of make them thicker. But in is the eyebrow transplant, something that Chrissy Teigen did. (sighs) An eyebrow transplant. I did not well, know she did that. that's for people who overplucked in the yeah. 90s or 80s or whatever when they overplucked and then the hair doesn't grow back and yeah. your mom tried to warn you, yeah. don't overpluck your eyebrows, it won't grow back. I mean, yeah. you know, Pamela Anderson would probably like to have that done. Oh, man, I'm so glad you brought that up. So out, you know, you're not going to like this, but just hold on. Okay. Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly, I'm with you. I'm not ready to let them go. In... Pam and Tommy because they have their new doc coming out. That's right on Hulu. It looks so good. It looks so good. It looks so good. Oh my gosh, that Lily uh who's playing her is whoa. I know, I'm with she you. She looked like her. Um okay. Out Crypto Mayor in crypto.com arena. Crypt it's the crypt. The crypt. That's what they're gonna call it. <laughs> Great the name. crypt. Um out the Olympics finally happening. And then in, oh my God, the Olympics is again? Have to be? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how that Olympics is going to happen. It seemed like it was just happening the other day. And yeah. now we're... Well, we had the delay. I know. Yeah, right? Yeah, so, so it, it feels wild. I don't know. Um, and then... Uh, this, I would not want to go to China. No. No. You know, just because, like, the other day a Delta flight had to turn around from Seattle going to China because they had, mid-flight, they had changed some, you know, of their... Protocol. COVID protocols, yeah. Yeah, and then they had to go back, and then, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure they're going to be organized for the Olympics, but it just kind of feels like, oh, and I love the Winter Olympics. I love the Summer Olympics, but I love all Olympics. Yeah. I do think... Going to any place that is so populated and where you don't live there is just a bad idea right now. Right now. Yeah. I'm with you. But yeah. here's my last one out. We're not serving anymore. What are we doing? We're giving. Okay. Like she is giving okay. sexy. She is giving sex. Oh, got it. There Instead you go. Ah. Right, we're going to really try to remember that one. So we're, I'll, remind <laughs> us to, I'll remind us this year. Okay. Thank you, Brittany. You're welcome. All right. Well, let's serve up a little bit. Are we giving up? We're giving. We're giving. We're going to give up the traffic right now. <laughs> Yes, it is 4.30 on Thursday, December 30th. And if you did have to work this week, bless you. I hope you're out of work right now and driving home. (laughs) Yeah. Please, please get out of the office. Okay, so a little uh, TV rating news courtesy of our B. Roger Friedman at Showbiz 411. 
Uh, Sunday TV TV ratings, no surprise, you guys. It was all about football. Huge football. numbers all day. In the afternoon, Grant CBS had over 24 million viewers. Oh, yeah. You know, and so, which led into 60 Minutes having almost 10 million. Isn't that the best lead-in? Yeah, and Leslie Stahl's wine report got two segments, so I hope everyone had a glass. (laughs) (laughs) And then, uh, but the story, the story continues to be Yellowstone is the story. Another 8 million plus tuned into what uh, Roger calls Kevin Costner's horse opera. <laughs> and that's only on Peacock, right? Like, no, it's on the Paramount Channel, Country CMT, oh, okay. Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, I thought, what a win for Peacock. No, it's like, not no. Peacock. It's if you, if you, yeah, if you have Comcast, you can catch up v- through Peacock okay. for some reason, or or yeah, for Paramount some reason, Plus. Like but they, yeah. have, for some reason, Peacock has access to Yellowstone. I oh, have they no, do. They okay. do. Yeah, I have no idea why, I but they do. It. Yeah, yeah. And then 1883, which ran. The second episode for the second week in a row, that still took $5 million, even right. though if people had already seen it because they had shown it back to back. But yep. um, uh, So giddy up. If uh, CBS shows the reruns this summer, they'll have good numbers without any expense at all. And you guys, you guys are both huge Yellowstone fans. Yeah, diehard. And so, does that translate to the 1883 one? Are you guys watching that as well? Well, there's only been two episodes, yeah. and it's you know it couldn't be more of a different horse opera. I Com- liked it. I liked the first two. Yeah, episodes. it's very different. I like it too. I just really like the modern aspect of Yellowstone now. How, how and the 1883 really brings you to the historical part of it, which yeah. I do enjoy. But I like how you've got this modern. Western in Yellowstone. Do you yeah. think that because of that, that'll kind of slip through your fingers? Like you'll probably not for be some that viewers. Into for some for some viewers, but a lot of the older viewers because Sam Elliott's in it. Tim McGraw. It had huge numbers. Yeah, I, I think it's going to do just It'll as well fine. as Yellowstone. Yeah. Interesting. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And they're, did you say that they're doing a Jimmy spinoff too? 666. Oh my. They are just, they're 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 capitalizing yeah. on everything that they can with Yellowstone. Yeah. Oh, so is that like a character that went off? Yeah, there's a character in Yellowstone called Jimmy and he goes off to another ranch called the, the Four Sixes. Wow. so boring. I hate it. It's a bad story. But it they're going to create story. another, they're going to create another series just off of that one. Off character. of that one. Ching, ching. Oh, that's my money noise. Yeah. Ching, 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 and then, um, over over on, on HBO, Curb Your Enthusiasm, they fi- finished the season. The final episode was sheer, absolute genius, madness, Tracy Ullman. I mean, that, and then Insecure wrapped up after five seasons, so. I'll watch Insecure. I like that. I, I usually wait till it's over so I can just watch them Watch the whole thing. Yeah. So, and then, um, and then before we get to, and just like that, I have a crazy days and nights blind. I have no doubt you're going to be able to get this because you're a real housewife fan of everything. Thank Here's you. your blind. This East Coast housewife is trying really hard to make it seem like her awful significant other is a nice guy. Such a nice guy. She had to pay for her own Christmas present, but then said he bought it for her. I bet he bought his girlfriend a gift. Okay, so an East Coast. So are we saying New York, Potomac? That's our New Jersey. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying to like narrow it down. So he's a jerk. It's such an obvious one. You're killing me. Okay, so nobody in New York is married right now. So let's skip that. Well, a significant other. It's got oh, nothing to yeah. do with being married. Or read the clue. It seems 
who what housewife posted a pretty extravagant picture of herself and made a big deal Teresa. about her boyfriend giving her yes. a Mercedes? It was Teresa. Yeah, I got stuck on the husband part. You're, yeah. I for some reason married them in that story, even though they weren't. Oh, that's amazing! You and I, everybody keeps saying he's he's messing around. Oh yeah, that's the that's the thing. He, I didn't like him the minute I met him. I'm like. Why are you falling for the first guy after Joe who kind of reminds me of Joe? Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. He absolutely married the bridge. And he's love- she's engaged to the bridge. And he love bombed her like crazy. Yep. I mean, the notes he did while they were on the he Ultimate to be on Girls the show trip. Yeah. And see what happens. So anyway, yeah. Teresa. Teresa, run. Run, Teresa. But she's engaged. Of they course. were living together and she's pretending he bought her a Mercedes. Louie. Hello. Okay, so let's talk about, and just like that, um, the Sex and the City. Episode 5, I will just say, and just like that, continues to struggle with its way. Is it? And lands another Samantha Zinger. This one was called Tragically Hip, was the name of the episode. Okay. And a lot happens in it. Um, but it it opens with Carrie... Acting like, again, an old lady at 55 and she's wearing high heels going into some new fancy brownstone Mm -hmm. uh, using an umbrella as a cane and saying to her new friend Seema, oh, I've got an old lady back and she's in sky high heels and I'm like yelling at the TV. You've got old lady back because you've been wearing high heels for (laughs) 30 years. But anyway, she has a hip operation in the show. They are doing a 50-year-old dirty. They are doing Mm -hmm. as dirty as they're doing Samantha. They're doing a disservice to 50-year-olds. Oh, yeah. And Samantha got brought up in the show. Did it? Was it bad? Will it be a spoiler for you? No, no. I I watch. Honestly, what's keeping me watching is you give me enough to go fine. I'll go watch it. Yeah, okay. So Samantha or Carrie in the podcast, Mm -hmm. which I find that podcast, I mean. It's so so bad. It's a a weird aspect of the show, isn't it? It doesn't make any sense. None. None. It'd be like if all three of us just had to pick a lane and lean into our characters so hard all the time and go, wow, that's what I said. Yeah, yeah, it's so bad. So Carrie has had her hip surgery. Now, mind you, she's at the orthopedic surgeon's doctor who happens to be a cousin of her friend Seema Uh and she's in ridiculously high heels in a hospital gown and I'm just like who wears extremely high heels with back pain and she's talking to him and he says oh you have a congenital hip defect and I'm like "Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure she's got a bad back from her heels but I mean I'm just having so (laughs) she's at home on pain pills and she's podcasting via zoom and she says well, one time my good friend Samantha Samantha Jones had to reach into my vagina and pull out my diaphragm, which was stuck. Ugh. Okay. I mean, I don't think I've laughed once in five episodes. I am trying to laugh. I am trying so hard to laugh, but all I and I'm like, okay. And then then the the the, the two podcasters, oh Carrie, you should be on pain pills more often. I'm like That wasn't even that great of a story. So then she talks about it with Miranda or Charlotte. And one of them says to her, well, maybe you should let Samantha know, you know, that that you talked about that. And I'm like, okay, first of all, Samantha could care less. Absolutely. Not even responding. So Carrie tells her. 
And for the first time, Samantha writes back and she said, I'm so glad that your vagina got your air, got some airtime or something like that. And then Carrie wrote back, miss you, dot, dot, dot. And then Samantha, you know, nothing. But yeah. again, again, because Samantha is so messed, they have to keep writing her into the show. Absolutely, they Apparently, do. Apparently, the word is almost all of this plot from this, just like that, is from the movie, the mm. third movie. That, I, it I didn't f- happen. I feel like they wrote this move, this show in a weekend. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Isn't, it just feels like it's so lazy. And- it's so lazy. And the, it's just not like Sex in the City where there's a bunch of things going on. It's like two things going on the whole time. And also, it just I was thinking about this with last week's. Why are they acting like they've never lived in one of the most diverse cities in the world? And they're acting like it's their first experience being around black people ever? Like, I think yeah. they're doing a disservice to, like, people who live in New York. Like They're doing a disservice to their former characters. Yeah, absolutely. They're all of a sudden making them just like... This weird, naive, and socially awkward. The and best story. Old. The best story that's happening right now on the show is the continuing story of Charlotte's daughter Rose, who wants to. She's not sure if she feels like a boy or girl, but she wants people to call her Rock. That to me has been the spot on as far as like kind of the tween teen that conversation. Yeah, but again, you know, like. Okay, what does that have to do with these ladies as far as like putting that in? But yet that's the best storyline that they have going. Absolutely. That's the only thing where I go, okay, that's relatable in this time, you know, right now. There's a sweetness about it. And Miranda did get to give one good speech and she is a great, great actress. And I just, I, I just have so many, um, it's. Just we're gonna have to. Make I don't some... think I've. I don't think I've laughed once. Oh no, I haven't. And mm-hmm. my favorite parts have been like brutally honest when that realtor called out um, Carrie for being also insensitive, yeah. and I was like, "How is that my favorite part?" Yeah, there's just there's a real there's a real lack of spiciness. We gotta, we're gonna have to rewrite write this. We're gonna do some reworking, write some fan fiction, and do our own version because. And I'm sorry, we're going to need Samantha. The fact, the number one problem we're having is it's there's no fun, and she was the fun. She brought the spice. Yeah. She was. The, she was the, the balance of the four of them. They were. There's something missing. Absolutely, yeah. she brought the sex. She really did. All right, listen. When we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak. Um, let's see. Oh, we're going to Hollywood speak. Emergency talks and crisis meetings are happening. We'll be right back. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Well, first of all, and I don't know if Holly got to post this or not. I didn't ask her. Alex Pettifer, we follow everything that he does because Brittany, one time he was in our studio mm. and he really is just a hunk. I don't know what happened to his career, but um, anyway, he's uh, showed off his bulge in a pretty steamy <laughs> photo. His wife is topless, but you only have eyes for uh, one thing because he's got gray sweatpants on. Oh, yep. Yeah, and sh- does he ever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to put How it. How do we Hollywood speak this photo? Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. Looking for a job. Sweat, gray sweatpants season is officially here. It is here. <laughs> it is here. We literally, all three of us ended up in your cubicle 
looking at this picture. It was hard not to look at it. Yeah. Well, this is why gray sweatpants, if you go over to somebody's house and the guy's got gray sweatpants on, he's showing you his business. Yeah, there's been a trend on TikTok, too, where girls will post pictures of their boyfriends or just a video being like their reaction, my boyfriend walking in with gray sweatpants, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's that time of the year. Although, has it... Not been that time of the year. Yeah, we did wear gray sweatpants this summer. No. It's right now. Gray sweatpants were like the pants of the pandemic, yeah. weren't they? They were. I mean, it was. <laughs> they, are sure. not the, they should not be worn to the gym. No. Mm-mm. There's nothing more than distressing than light gray yoga pants at, at yoga. With a sweat line. Yeah, the sweat line's terrible. <laughs> well, you always look like you peed your pants and you just want to leave. And you're like, <laughs> and then you catch your eye in your mirror and you're and like, you're I like, just oh, want to yeah. die. Yeah. <laughs> I we know. would rather be oblivious to our butt sweat. Yep. I would, li- I would, yeah. That's why I like all the black, black. lycra. You just right. have no idea. Nobody's yeah. gonna know. Yeah. yeah. What what is happening in the cracks and crevices is our business. That's I right. know. And once you realize you bought a leggings like our be- leggings or yeah. pants like that, you're. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out pretty sure that's j-lo and p.s the person behind all of this is chris jenner llc we drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends blinded by the item listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the blinded by the item youtube channel like never again i'm never wearing these again Mm -hmm. okay uh, uh here's something prince andrew's lawyers reportedly in emergency tax and crisis meetings after the Ghislaine Maxwell guilty verdict. I mean, there's nothing to Hollywood speak that. They're all in panic mode. They're going to figure out who who can they throw to the, what little tidbit can they give to the press now to distract them? What can they do? I know. Can you imagine uh, how Harry and Meghan feel with here Uncle Andrew is, has this long association, multiple photos of Ghislaine Maxwell Photos of Ghislaine and Jeffrey Epstein, the convicted pedophile sex offender, in Sandringham, Sandringham Palace or whatever the estate in the little cot. I mean, what does the queen know? I hope she is not having to deal with any of that because there is a court hearing next week for him. Virginia Jeffrey is suing Andrew and he tried to say get it thrown out last week that she was in charge of the slutty women. And he just happened, you know, he doesn't even know if he met her. Just it was the weakest thing. But I think the reason why they're panicking is Virginia Jeffrey. She was in that, um, the Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich, that documentary. She's been on 60 minutes. She is very credible and very believable. Yeah, I would say. And that is why the crisis meetings are happening because... Prince Andrew Andrews is like burning all of the queen's bras, hoping that that'll distract him more. Remember when she didn't wear a bra or didn't wear the correct bra, and everybody was up in arms. He's like, "How can I? Yeah, right, keep right. the conversation. He's gonna, he was probably fanning the flames yesterday for hashtag Prince William affair. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I heard. Did okay. you hear? Well, speaking of um, the royals, so. Uh, the British National Archives uh, documents about Princess Diana's funeral has reached the time where it's become open to be public. Okay. okay. Listen to this. 
According to these documents, the palace, Buckingham Palace staff originally wanted to reject Elton John as the performer for Princess Diana's funeral, claiming that the song Candle in the Wind, which he reworked the lyrics specifically for Diana, was quote unquote, too sentimental. Hmm. The Hollywood speak on that. His Buckingham Palace didn't want anyone to cry. I know. Stiff upper lip, everybody. Don't how, cry. How, what a funny thing to say. It was so, too, too sentimental over this woman who died, who had two children, tragic death, all these things. What are you talking about? This is the palace. They The, the then dean of Westminster Aber, Abbey, Dr. Wesley Carr, very reverend Dr. Wesley Carr, appealed to the royal family, writing it would be imaginative, and generous to the millions of people who felt personally bereaved. So he is having to tell them the world loved her. You idiots. Don't you get it? So, you know, and then also being too sentimental, he wrote was not a bad thing given the national mood, but we could just have the song only be sung and we will not provide any printed at lyrics (laughs) at the funeral. Yeah, because it's really hard to tell what it's about. I mean, that's what it gets. What gets everyone in tears when you can read along during the song. Yeah, I just can't. I just can't. They're trying so hard and failing so hard. Those combos break my heart. Like, mm-hmm. try it's, less. That song is too sentimental, which is code for we don't want anyone crying. Yeah, the, we're not. We're not trying to overplay that this was a tragedy. Well, like, remember in the Queen, the movie, the Queen, um, where uh, the. Helen Mirren is told by Tony Blair, whoever that character, I think it was Michael, um, can't think of it, Sheen, plays Tony Blair. And he said, but ma'am, the people loved her. You have to show some compassion. You have to. They they had washed their hands of her. That's how much they couldn't stand her, any of them. They were truly shocked that she was more beloved. I think it's the same problem William has yeah, with, with Harry. Brother. Yeah, with his brother. Yeah. You know, people just like him more. He's there's more relatability there. Yeah. So anyway, that there's, just it's, floored it's, me. It's funny because all of these people we've talked about this so many times. These could be their best allies, all of them. Yeah. But they decided early on it's never gonna happen and look look, I mean, they always end up looking like the bad guys because they are in a lot of ways. It's this, it, They are very much the salty isle of petty. I know. Or a petty salty island. Take your pick. Yeah, right. I mean, in that way, this song is too sentimental. <laughs> I, mean, the, the, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the whole idea, right? You want to like, okay. All right, The Rock calls out Vin Diesel. This is great. He's, he, uh, so um, why they didn't call this Fasten, fasten your seatbelts. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, the tenth Fast and Furious film is, you know, Vin Diesel has been talking about it. But anyway, if Vin had his way, he would have The Rock in it. And in a, of course he does. He wants the money, right? <laughs> and in last month, Vin Diesel pulled out all the stops and talked about calling The Rock his little brother, claiming that um, uh, they his kids call uh, him Uncle Dwayne, and that he made a promise to Pablo, aka the late Paul Walker, mm-hmm. that he'd see the franchise through all the way to the end. 
I don't think they planned 10 movies I when know, they started right? this. No, no. Except not to The Rock. And he said, I, he was asked about it, and he said, I was very surprised by his recent post. Um, it's an example of his manipulation. I don't like that he brought up his children. Yes. As well as Paul Walker's death. Leave them out about it. We'd spoken months ago about this and came to a clear understanding. Blah, blah. I mean, the Hollywood speak on this is Vin Diesel needs to learn how to Take no for, for an, an answer. answer. 100%. I know. Do you guys remember the controversy when they were together in the oh, film? Yeah. Because they Vin couldn't even be on screen Scream. with him because he oh. hated him so much. And he had to wear boots that were lifted so that he didn't look so short against the rock. Yeah. Why he even thought that he could use this manipulative message. Why does he even want to do it with him? Yeah, well, because money. Because the rock yeah. will bring in hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars, yes. which yeah. he gets a percentage of. If it's yes. just Vin Diesel, nobody's going to see it. But if yeah. the rock's in there, I might go see it if the rock's in there. Simple yeah. as that. Have it you is. seen all of them? No, but I did go see the last one, and it was terrible. Fast <laughs> Nine, it was so bad. Yeah, The Rock said all this to CNN. He just was not. He was like really upset that he was bringing yeah. in the ghost of Paul Walker, and that's horrible. That he brought his own kids, and yeah. he's just like, man, we talked about this last summer. I told him all the reasons that I didn't want to do it, and I, um, you know, truly wish them success. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that the biggest shade? Yeah, yeah. He's got, I've but got bigger, I truly wish you success. And yeah. I've got bigger and better things to do. Sorry. I mean, I really <laughs> wish The Rock would have just said, listen, I just wish that guy would learn to take no for an answer. Yeah. But he went into a nice, long, you know, he, he, he was calling him out in way more words than just saying that's too short of an answer. Yeah. This is coming from a guy who was in Jungle Cruise, and he's still like, I'm too good for this. <laughs> My mom loved that movie. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. But he is the highest paid actor in Hollywood, The Rock. I mean, there is not a bigger ticket when it comes to movies. Yeah. A movie made from an, a, a ride, ride attraction. Ride. Well, hello, Pirates of the Caribbean. Same thing. Same thing. That's a ride. Billion dollar franchise. That's Look a ride. Me. You watch whose rides you're calling out, girly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go for a ride. Uh, All right, we'll be back.